Hey everybody, and welcome to episode 45 of the Sunfire Tavern, our podcast for gamers and geeks, where we talk about everything going on in the games industry, movies and TV, with me, Ollie, and my co-host Clark, discussing the hot topics from the week. You can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Sunfire Tavern, and listen to us on SoundClouds, iTunes, Spotify, and Google Podcasts. Feel free to email us with your question through sunfiretavern at gmail.com. How are you doing, Clark? How's it going? Good. How are you? Yeah, I'm good, man. Good. Had a had a quieter week than last week, I will say. So I've had some time to chill out and, you know, play some games, watch watch movies and stuff. But yeah, it's been uh, it's been good. Yeah. And I've been nice again. I've been in uh, Portsmouth all weekend. We're seeing my family, and it's been nice just to get away. And oh, that's lovely. Yeah, and the sunset's been nice. It's been I've enjoyed that. It's been lovely. Yeah. 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 But yeah. Um. I guess we can go over this week's agenda, going right into it. Yeah, there's um, loads on this week's agenda. It's jam-packed. Yeah, so we've got, um, obviously, the usual what we've been playing and what we've been watching. We've got Abandon. Abandoned? Ooh. Abandoned, yes. yes. We've got the Very Tetris quick, Effect yeah. Connected. Uh, connected? connected. <laughs> there you go, yeah. Uh, we've got the Back for Blood open beta. Uh, we've got the Game Pass not coming to Switch. That's a that's a big sad. And then we've got um, we've got the we've got Bowser's true plans revealed. You know the Goombas the Goombas attack at the Super Super Nintendo World. Uh, I heard about this, but we can talk about that. Uh, and then we've got our nostalgia bite for the week, which is the Player Two controllers. Oh boy, I got a lot to say on that. But yeah, all right. So Clark, what have you been uh, what have you been playing? What have you been watching? Well, so this week, um, like I said, I've been traveling, so I got some time on the train to play some Super Mario 3D World, which is mm-hmm. fun. Uh, I'm actually 100%ing that for some reason now. Oh, wow. Uh, it's, it's a game I bought on the Switch ages ago and then got halfway through it and then just sort of, you know how it, um, I mean, I probably we think we've talked about this before, where I get like two thirds of the way through a game and then just stop playing it. Yeah. Um, so now I'm 100%ing 3D World and I'm, I'm enjoying it. Like, I'm nearly there. I've got one more world to go. Like, so, so what you, the levels are broken down into, you have to collect three green stars, um, a stamp, which is hidden somewhere on the level, and then you have to 100% the flag at the end. So you have to hit the top of the flag when you get to the end of the map. You know how Mario maps are quite short? Yeah, yeah. You get to the end of it and you have to touch the flagpole at the top to mm-hmm. get the full completion. And you I'm doing that, uh, which is, which is kind of fun, I guess. I'm also I mean, right great. at the end, I'm right at the end of Death's Door. Uh, oh yeah, the last boss. Um, are, you the last boss well. are you at Death Store? Are you? I'm at the door of Death Store. Yes, okay. that's exactly where I am. You are at Death Store. Okay. Uh, but I'm sad that that game's ending now. Mm. Um, but apparently, when you finish the main game, there's a load of like um, content that, it, that unlocks, and you go back and do stuff. And apparently, it's quite good. So, oh, that's good. I'm uh, looking forward to trying that out. And I've I've loved every second of that game. Um, we played a bit of Back Blood, the beta, but we can talk about that a little bit later on. because That's one of our points for the week. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've just been playing like little bits. Oh, I also started playing Guild Wars Two as well. So there's one. <laughs> oh wow! Back. So I bought. Well, I, I bought it years ago and played it a little bit and didn't really get into it. And and my Sea of Thieves group have gotten into it now. They've just started playing it, so they pulled me in. So I bought both expansions because I got them for super cheap. Um, and now I'm just sort of plodding through, and it's it's a really chill game. Like I'm really enjoying the kind of the relaxing pace of it. Yeah. Because there's no there's no. Have you played Guild Wars Two? No, I remember when it first came out though, and I was watching my housemate play it um, at the time, and um, he was quite enjoying it. But yeah, um, it seemed pretty chill. Like the combat it's, and everything, it's, yeah. It's great. It's just it's just a nice kind of simple game to play. Like I'm quite enjoying it. Um, but I've been playing that. Um, watching a bit of Black Mirror, which is really depressing. <laughs> oh boy. 
Um, and that's been about it. What else have I done this week? Did I watch a new movie? I think I watched a movie. Oh, I watched Suicide Squad. The oh, new one. I wanted to go watch that. How was it? It's got really good reviews on... Um, I, it's got a surprisingly high IMDb score for what it what for what it is. And I guess it's because I'm comparing it to the old Suicide Squad. So. Yeah, so so it's it's fine. Like it's a great movie. You you can absolutely tell it's the director's um it's it's, it's the director's kind of what that director would have done if they weren't limited by the Marvel franchise because it's the director of Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah, it's a Taika w- w- I forgot his name. Taika Waititi. No, it's not Taika Waititi. Is it Taika Waititi? Hang on. I might be I might be making shit up here. Hang on. One, let me I'm going to go into one of my famous Googles. I'm not really famous for googling, but um what's the name of it? Suicide Squad. Sorry, James Gunn. Yeah, that's it. It's him, and he he also Sorry, directed Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, director, it is James Gunn. Yeah, and, he, and you can tell like this is the movie that he was going to make with Guardians of the Galaxy if he wasn't limited by like all the restrictions of Disney and whatnot. Yeah. So it's very very gruesome, very gory, like un- unforgivably gruesome at times. Um, there's so much viscera, and there's also a lot of genitalia on show. <laughs> Also oh, male genitalia. Like, uh, uh, what, so me and a friend were watching it. At one point, we were just like, "There's just a lot of unnecessary willies in this in this film. Like, there, there seems to be an abundance of them." Uh, <laughs> but it's quite like it was. It's a really good movie, and, and it starts off really confusing. Um, it doesn't really explain itself very well until like the late midpoint. Right. Okay. At, at which point you then kind of go, "Oh, it's great." But the the absolute standout character is. Um, uh, Harley Quinn. She's she's just fantastic in this movie. Yeah. Like um and Margot she, she Robbie, really right? shine, yeah, Margot Robbie and she and she just shines so brightly in this movie. Um they, they they've really obviously recognized that that character is such a powerful character and very recognizable with multiple audiences, so they've like pulled her in as the uh, the, the central point of the movie. Yeah, I feel like she, yeah, I feel like she's like kind of the star of the DC that DC universe kind of thing. Or is. I feel she's... like Har- Harley Quinn. They they're really recognised. Yeah, like you said, that Harley Quinn. I mean, she's of, their Iron Man. I think she's their. Um, uh, what's the actor called? Mm. Who plays Tony Stark? What's the actor? Uh, Robert Downey Jr. Yeah, she's their Robert Downey Jr. Like the 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 silly little bugger at the middle of it all, like that everyone loves. Yeah. Um, it's also very personal to me as well because it's got Joel Kinnaman in and, and he is he doesn't know it yet but he will be my future husband. Oh, okay. And he's unaware because I think he's also straight and married but um, it's going to happen. We'll get there. One day. Um, yeah. yeah. So what about you? What have you been playing or slash watching? So this weekend I watched Rush Hour. The is original? The original Rush Hour. Yeah, I watched it again because I was like, why not? And that film's really good, man. I don't know. Maybe it's just nostalgia. I really, really, really enjoy that film. I think, I mean, what growing up and watching it all the time, uh, it was really cool. Of course, some things do not fly in 2021. Uh, some of the jokes are a bit uh, outdated, let's say. But I think it is ultimately a pretty good film, like the message that it sends and stuff like that. Uh, and it's cool to see like a mixture of these, like, you know, it's just kind of like the idea of like Jackie Chan and Chris Tucker, are, like two people who you would not really think of in a film together. And then just seeing them mesh is like really cool. It's really funny as well. Like it's a really good film. Um, so I'm probably going to watch the sequels at some point. Uh, but yeah, I really, really liked Rush Hour. Um, and then I played a game called... I didn't get a chance to play Cruelty Squad, unfortunately. Hopefully oh, I this week. Oh, that janky, janky-ass weird yeah. game. Yeah, hopefully it? this week I'm going to get a chance to play it. But um, I did play a different game, a game called Understand. And this is a very much a, a, a me kind of puzzle game. The idea of this puzzle game... 
the idea of this puzzle game being that it gives you absolutely zero instructions and you just have to solve puzzles and obviously you have to infer the rules of the puzzle based on like how the game just like gives you feedback so it's literally you're understanding you're just, you're just trying to understand what the game is trying to ask you to do uh and it's quite simple but it's quite interesting um there it reminds me of a really old flash game series i used to play which obviously you can't play anymore because flash flash games are dead but it was called um click drag type where it would just be these kind of like mini puzzles kind of like escape room puzzles but it would not give you any instructions whatsoever and that was part of the puzzle in itself of like figuring out what the solution was or at least the, the always the um the end goal was to basically just find a green arrow and click on it so you just had to find a green arrow but like um the actual puzzles themselves were really cool um and it was really like it, it, it's a good test i always i always used to like these kinds of games where it's just like you know seeing how people infer information and like figure things out i always found it really interesting like watching friends play them and this game kind of reminded me of that but i think it's like this one is like way more abstract as opposed to like the other games were kind of like mario party mini games i guess but just not get explaining the rules to you um which i thought was quite fun but it's a shame that the, i mean like i'd like to see if there are more puzzle games like that because i really kind of miss those um but yeah, what else have I been watching and playing? Um, yeah, again, just watching a lot of YouTube videos. Um, oh, I watched a... I want to give a shout out. So I watched this YouTube video recently um, by a... Have you heard of a YouTube channel called Super Eyepatch Wolf? No. Okay, so so yeah, it's a weird name, right? But he, he's a... I think he's... I think he's Scottish? Uh, Scottish or Irish? God, I'm terrible. Oh, God, I should know that. Anyway, um, but he makes videos based on like interesting, like pop culture, sort of like anime or manga or like games and stuff like that. And he recently made a video, a video called um, "The Manga That Makes You Better at Fighting," um, and it's basically okay. a thirty-minute video talking about basically like his personal relationship with the idea of like like fighting as like like martial arts and fighting, and then also talks about this manga called Tepu, uh, which is really which seems really cool and then also ties that into like you know like sort of like ufc and mma and all of these other things and it was a really really good video uh so i want to give a shout out to that video uh it's called um yeah the manga that makes you better at fighting and it's by uh super eye patch wolf so uh okay. if you've got half an hour you want something to watch over your dinner it's really also his editing style and his like the way that he sort of like tells things is like really enthralling like man you i swear to god like youtube documentary makers these days are like just better just more engaging than just like regular tv like the way that they like can just make a 30 minute video on like anything and it just like makes it interesting you know even just like you know like the the the, the speed run progression videos and things like that it's just like such niche topics but the way that they present them is so interesting and enthralling that it's just kind of like better than normal tv sometimes but yeah um i would definitely give a recommendation to that for people to watch but um yeah that's mostly the, the most of the things off the top of my head that i've uh thought about i mean obviously i've had the usual sort of like guilty gear tekken um league of legends that kind of stuff mobile games etc etc um a little bit more pokemon unite as well um but yeah uh that is what i've been watching and playing but, um, all right so i guess we can move on to our first uh agenda topic if if you're ready clock yeah of course yeah so um yeah, go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. No, you go ahead. Go ahead. Oh no, I was gonna say it's a, it's, it's a you said so you put it as abandon abandoned. So f my first question is, what is abandon? Well, it's been abandoned. 
Okay. Um, so, so moving on to our next topic, you know, <laughs> you know what? What so, is it? Um, it's kind of a confusing one. Um, so Ab- Abandon is this game that was announced a while back. Uh, it was kind of teased. And there's been this whole sort of like the, the, I don't know if you if you recall they announced that the game would start with an S and end with a end with an L, and it's two words that start with an S and end with an L, which which is Silent Hill. Yes. Uh, and it came from Konami, so it came out of a, de- a developer that came out of Konami, um, and people are expecting that this is all like a secret development studio that's been created by Kojima um, to announce a new Silent Hill game that he's actually going back and working with. Um, uh, with Konami, mm. um, so it's 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 run by a company called Blue Box, um, and they've actually got a really bad track history of announcing weird stuff and then not doing anything with it, like not actually going through the process. Right. And they've okay. just announced Abandon uh, by saying you need to download a mobile app to get the experience of how to learn what this is going to be. It's going to oh. be a PS5 game. Okay. And then they launched a trailer to show that it was like standing in a a forest with some trees and it looked beautiful, but it's just trees. Um, And then someone talking over the top of it, giving like an idea that it sounds a little bit Silent Hilly, the storyline does. Right. And they said like, uh, if by this date, which was a few days ago, um, all will be revealed. And the date came forwards uh, and and passed and nothing happened in the app. Uh, So people gave it a couple of hours and and the developers announced on their Twitter feed they're having some technical issues and that they're going to resolve them shortly. And then a day passed, and then a few more days passed, nothing happened. Like it literally just nothing it was super quiet. And then the the app updated with the exact same trailer that was posted um when the announcement was made. Just a slightly longer trailer. And that was it. What? That was the whole thing. Yeah, it's it was it's so bad. So people oh. are thinking that like it's still gonna be a Kojima announcement. Um it's just been a bit kind of flubbed because some small indie company that's working with either Kojima or Konami, um, has kind of messed up the announcement because they weren't expecting the amount of people that were looking at it to actually start hyping this content. But it's just so bizarre. Like, oh, you God. should you should check it out. Like, it's if you check out Blue Box Game, uh, Blue Box Game Studios, sorry, you, you'll see all about this stuff. But it's just, what gets me is that they've done this before and completely flubbed it before. Oh, really? People are expecting it to be better this time. And it's like, well, it's going to be the same thing, isn't it? <laughs> Oh, but, God. yeah, so that was Abandoned Abandoned. Uh, well, I don't know, have you heard anything about this at all? No, not at all, but, I mean, that's... I mean, it almost sounds like a... Um, it sounds like, almost like an ARG. Like, the sounds... It's giving me, like, exactly, weird yeah. ARG vibes, but, like, yeah. as in, like... No, as in, the, the fact that it's going wrong is part of the, the ARG, but I don't oh, think that, it's that. Part, yeah. Part of the planned experience. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't think, I don't think that... I, it sounds like they're literally just having technical issues and then things just going wrong, so... Like, yeah, it's um, it's, a shame. it's interesting. It's interesting. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so that's abandoned, abandoned, and people are thinking now that the project might actually be abandoned, like because it, it just it seems a little bit too over the top, like, and they're not quite sure what it is. But we'll see, because this will be the first game that comes out of that company that actually get la- gets launched apparently. Right. So so that's abandoned, abandoned. But next up on our list is Tetris Effect Connected. Connected. Yes. So. so what... what do you think this means? Well, Tetris Connected is coming out soon, right? Or is it out yet? Tetris Effect Connected. Pardon? Tetris Effect Connected. Yeah, yeah, Tetris Effect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, the, it's the new Tetris Effect, right? Like the well, Tetris Effect is out. Yes. And Connected was the expansion that was announced a while ago that oh. was going to make it multiplayer. Yeah, I thought it was a, se- I thought it was a completely separate game. Is it like no, no, I thought it's, it was it's... a new game. It sort of is. It's quite a confusing thing, and this is why I wanted to talk about this, is because it's one of the most confusing campaigns ever for something that's actually quite simple and a really lucrative deal if you get the announcement right. 
So, so what it is, is they're announcing um, the multiplayer expansion for Tetris Effect, which is one of my most played games recently. I, I love the game. Yeah, it's great. Um, but at the same time, they've also announced Tetris Effect Connected on the Switch. Right. So that's coming out in October. So it was like, okay, cool. And then they also said that um, for some versions of the game, um, you will get Tetris Effect Connected upgraded, but the epic version of the game, something, 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 and then blah, 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 blah. Um, and it was all this really like, confusing stuff about dates. Yeah, that's um, super confusing. But what actually is happening is that all versions of Tetris Connect, uh, Tetris Effect are being upgraded to Tetris Effect Connected for free, and all of them will have crossplay with right. all of the versions of the game, and that's it. Okay, why is yeah? Why? But they've made this really confusing announcement that you read it on their Twitter page, and you're like, I don't like. Do I have to? buy an expansion or or am i getting upgraded like i'm on steam do i get it like what does this mean and, and it's just so unclear and yet me being someone with a lot of experience in crm i'm like you could have announced that in about four words yeah and it, it's taken them like 12 sentences to confuse it and I, i'm excited because i love tetris effect and getting multiplayer in that it looks amazing but they're adding this really cool idea um one of the modes is where you're all playing side by side on your four tetris boards mm. and every now and again all the boards merge together Oh, and you get this like thing where you have to start making like mega lines. Oh, right, yeah, because everyone has to. Yeah, you have to make a line yeah. across the whole board. It right? becomes like a puzzle game at that That's point. Cool. Well, I mean, Tetris is a puzzle game, but um, I, I just thought it was cool. Like, I mean, what, what, how are you with Tetris? Like, what's your experience I with Tetris? I fucking love Tetris. Good. We should play it sometime. Like, because I'm, uh, I, I can, I'm not pro, but I can play. Like, I can build and I understand the concept and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. We should give it a go at some point. Yeah, we can play some Tetris yeah, together. Yeah. Uh, I play I play Puyo Puyo Tetris 2 quite a bit on my Switch. Oh, I love Puyo Puyo Tetris uh, 2. And in the past, I used to play um, Tetris Friends. Um, yep, like you know, the website. Yeah, yeah. I got pretty I got pretty high up in, in Tetris Friends. Did you play then... 99 on the Switch? Oh, I did when it first came out, and I won a few games, and then and then it only started started putting me with people who were like, you know speedrunners or like you know tetris like gods and i was just like oh, i i i can't i can't t-spin to save my life man come on you know like i can i can build up quickly but i'm not at that level you know i'm at, basically i was at the point where i was like i needed to start like learning new strategies in tetris and i was like oh i i, I don't know if i'm ready for that level of commitment yet but um over you lockdown know, you, you know they've added a feature with tetris effect where you can pause time as well oh really yeah so you can do thing what's called the Im impositress which is, mm. I think, 28 lines in one, in one drop. Yes. Um, yeah, so you've got... An, uh, my, my, I got my first Octetris, I think it was, Octodetris or whatever it's called, which is mm. eight lines at once. Yeah. Uh, and the game explodes when you do that. And then I was like, oh, there's actually Dodecahedris and all these other things. Yeah. Um, and they, they've made it so that you pause time and your lines then go to the bottom. Well, every time you get a line, they go to the bottom of the stack and stack up for like Ooh. the duration of the time pause. And at the end of the time pause, you get them all at once. Yeah. Well, obviously, you can get like triple and quadruple textures from that, which is the impositress. Yeah. Um, do, you have to like... do you have to combo it all? So it's like you need yeah. to always make sure that you keep clearing lines, right? Yeah. 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 Oh, that's yeah. awesome. Um, yeah. Yeah. It's it's so cool, and and the amount of stuff in Tetris Effect. Like, I'm surprised they managed to squeeze it into the Switch because that game is like I can't run it at 4K on my computer. Mm. Like, <laughs> for Tetris, that's quite a feat. <laughs> yeah. I mean, uh, it looks gorgeous, cool. right? Like, yeah, visually, it's beautiful. Yeah. And, and audibly as well. Like, the, 
the the first level is uh, it's got this song called I'm Yours, mm. and it's the one they used in the trailer, and it's just beautiful. Like it's yeah. so good. I should play through that game again. That's really good. It's great. We're going to be playing it this week because the expansion comes out in yeah. two days. Woo! Yeah. We get all levels, all new content. Everyone's connected together in Tetris Fet Connected. Which yeah. Is over, o- over lockdown, I was playing quite a bit of like. There's a online website that's in a web browser called like Jstress or something like that. It's just open source like multiplayer Tetris, and I was playing that quite a lot with some friends. Um, and it's cross-platform as well, isn't it? Because you could just play it on, like, uh, Windows, Mac, and mobile. Although the mobile players were not having a fun time uh, trying to fight against the PC players. But, um, yeah, it was that was a lot of fun. That just became our, like, evenings for, for a while. God, it seems so strange to think about the things we did over lockdown when it's not really that long ago, but kind um, of feels like it. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, um, um, I played a lot of Tetris, and I love Tetris, so that's cool. I'd love to play some Tetris, Tetris Effect. Yeah, that'd be fun. Yeah. Um, but yes, that's Tetris Effect Connected and um, Connected. <laughs> I just <laughs> thought it was a cool point because it's one of the things I was excited about this week. But next up on the list is something you might have engaged with. I'm not sure if you did. I have. Uh, it was, yeah, go on. It was the Back for Blood open beta. Mm. Any Any interaction with this at all? Unfortunately not. So I had a key, a friend gave me a key, and I had planned to play it, but then never got around to sitting down and playing it. But I've heard a lot from my friends who are talking to, talking about it, and I've watched a lot of content on it. Um, and I played a lot of like Left 4 Dead and Left 4 Dead 2 when it first came out, so I kind of have the, the gist of it. Like, pardon? Yeah, like this, you'll love this. This is this is literally Left 4 Dead 3. Yeah, yeah. Like, that's that's like, what it's supposed yeah, to be, right? Like It's even by the original developers. Yeah, and totally. I, right, I, don't, right. I don't care what people say, like, blah, 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 blah. This is literally Left 4 Dead 3. Yeah, like, it's, it's just Left 4 Dead, yeah. Yeah, but they for some reason, <laughs> so it's good. It plays well. It's, the difficulty spiking is a bit weird, but like like we smashed through the first three acts, uh, first three levels, or whatever it was, or areas of levels, and then for some reason the last part of it just went from being super easy to just impossible. Mm. So that it, 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 I mean, it's a beta, so it's got some balancing and stuff to do, which is understandable. That's fine. Um, but then there's this card system. Yeah, which, I heard about this. Yeah, which I don't, I don't get it. Like, it's like they've looked at the game and gone, "How can we make something really obtuse and confusing? Let's put a card system on top of it. That makes sense. That makes no sense." Um, and, and what it is is you, the, you, you, there's, there's, there's a, oh, I can't even get my head around this. It's so annoying. Um, there's a deck building mechanic. So you take cards and you build a deck, which is effectively your loadout for that match, but it's yeah. team-based loadouts. So you give like team boosts and all this kind of stuff, but you also get mutators that like change the level in some negative way too, and they all yes. combine together into your deck of cards. So each round, you'll get a new hand out to you out of your deck, and that will be that round's choices. Yeah. But it doesn't make sense. It's really com- like convoluted and confusing. And Left 4 Dead is literally a, like an arcade-style zombie shooter. Like you jump in, you play, and you jump out, and you're done. Yeah. There's no like like cosmetic level of permanence or like leveling up system. You don't need any of that stuff because it's just Left 4 Dead. It's about pure gameplay. Yeah. But this, for some reason, they've put this card game system on top of it, and I'm just like a card collection system. Sorry. And I just, it just doesn't make sense. Like It's like they've got this really great game, and then they've just tarred it by putting something crap on top. And you can tell what it is. It's a future cosmetic monetization yep. system. That's exactly what it is. And it, did you play Evolve at all? Yeah, yeah, I, I remember Evolve. Oh, fuck, so it's, man. it's the same developers. It's Turtle Rock. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and they massively chuffed that up by putting all the monetization stuff into that system. Yeah. And just made it really expensive and really boring to play. Because uh, Evolve was a good game, but all the monetization just ruined it. And they've just done exactly the same thing again. But they're just doing it after launch, I think. They're not doing it right now. Mm-hmm. And yeah. it's so confu- it's so frustrating because the game is so close to being good. 
Like it's you should check it out. Like it's it's open beta for a few more day, a few more days, and it's it's well worth playing. Like we had a good laugh playing it. Yeah, I thought it really was good. they were doing like a timed thing, so you could only play it on like the weekends or something like that. Um, which is why Maybe. I missed the win- I missed the windows, which is why I didn't get. The I mean, I'm getting pop-ups in in the Epic Store right now for it, like oh, saying okay. like come come play open beta on blah, blah, blah. So it, it must be running. I yeah. would assume. Yeah, but I, I played it. Sure. I've not pre-purchased or anything. I just played it. Yeah, I yeah. Just so, in, so. so this is the other thing that some of my friends are talking about. They said like it's fun to play as like a free-to-play game and like an open beta kind of thing. But whether they'll buy the full game for what? How much is it? Like fifty quid? They were like, uh... yeah, it's full, it's full price, but it's also on Game Pass. Yeah, okay, yeah. So if it's on Game Pass, fair enough. Like whatever. Like you know, you, well, that's a great way to play the game. Because you get loads of other stuff, but to buy the full game for fifty quid, like they, a lot of my friends are like, eh, like is it worth? Probably not, you know. And I think this is also another thing of like, you know, just pricing in games is that like, you know, why would you pay fifty quid for Back for Blood when you could go buy Left for Dead for like five quid, or like you know, like or like go play a free to play game that's also co op, you know? Like I'm sure there's like free, you could get this kind of like a similar experience than like a free to play game. But yeah, it's um, it's weird, right? Like, I guess this is pricing of games is like a weird. Thing yeah, in it's it's in a strange space right now. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Like, it's it's all a bit. Weird. Oh, <laughs> just been offered a job at Mediatonic Games, but I'm busy. Well, I'm doing a podcast right now. Go away. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> don't want that right now, thank you. Um, but yeah, like game prices are in a weird place, and like there's also the Nintendo tax issue as well, where Nintendo games don't drop in price. Mm. Um, although I am gutted, I checked on my one of my favourite websites, which is Hot UK Deals, uh, and yesterday or the day before, sorry, um, Donkey Kong f- um, Tropical Freeze was twenty pounds on Amazon. Wow! For like three hours, Damn. <laughs> and I was like, no, <laughs> I like a cheap Twitch game. Like this was one of my little achievements. I. I... I look that's out it. for. That's it. You're just a bargain hunter. This is it. I love it. I love hunting for, hunting for bargains, which is. Well, I'm currently in the process of trying to get an Xbox Series X, um, mm. and it feels like it's it's absolutely counter to everything in my being because I like to get things at the best possible price, and I like to hunt around and shop around. I don't like the purchase being the challenge. Yeah. And getting a Series X, absolutely getting a purchase is the challenge. Blech. So I know when I get one, I'm good, I'm just going to buy whichever version I I see, mm. and it, it's going to be a mistake. I know it's going to be a mistake, but oh, whatever. No. I'm pulled into that. Um, but yeah, that, that was the Back for Blood open beta. Yeah. So um, what's this about? Um, so have you got a new... So the next item on the agenda is a Game Pass not coming to Switch. Yeah, so, I mean, it links into what we were saying about the Game Pass a minute ago. Yeah. Um, but I mean, I've been quite verbal in saying that I thought the Game Pass would be an absolute slam dunk on the Switch. Like, yeah. Because it would. Uh, and there's no argument said that it wouldn't because it, it really would make a ton of money. Um, but Microsoft stepped out a few days ago and said that we've got no more plans uh, to bring the Xbox Game Pass to locked environments, which Ooh. is the Switch, the PS4 and 5. Um, and it, it's basically just them saying, look, we're not bringing the, uh, the Xbox Game Pass to the Switch because I think Nintendo don't want to lose money on it. Yeah, probably not. Yeah, which is why. But it's a bit of a bit of a shame because the Game Pass is smashing it. It's it's a great opportunity for uh, unlimited amounts of games in a Netflix style. Yeah. Um, but it's whatever. Like it's I'm I'm not gutted about it. I'm just a bit like shocked that they've made it such a big announcement. Um, which is a bit odd. But it's whatever. Like it's you know worst things have happened. 
<laughs> it's probably their PR marketing way of saying like, "Hey, stop asking for Game Pass on Switch." Yeah, this is this is getting irritating. Please leave our de- please get out of our de- developers' front gardens at six o'clock in the evening. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. So. Uh, but yes, yeah, so that was another little thing this week. It's just we, we've gone from last week where nothing happened to suddenly loads of stuff happened in gaming this week. Mm-hmm. Um, and the, the main one, I want you to tell me what you think this next one is because I'm interested to hear if you have, if you don't know about it. Do you know? What I, this I is, do. I know way? about it. Yeah, I know. About oh, it. Damn it. Okay. Sorry. So the headline is that Bowser's true plans come to light after Goomba's attack at the Super Nintendo World. Yeah. And I would be making a joke about this if anyone got hurt or injured or whatever, but luckily no one got hurt or injured. Yeah, so there was no quite yeah. funny. There was no injuries. Uh, but for those who don't know, the, a stack of Goombas at Super Nintendo World slowly fell off a wall and landed on part of a track that a ride thankfully doesn't go down because it's like a supply track on the ride. Yeah. Um, and there was this video of these like um, Japanese staff members trying to lift this stack Goomba. of Goombas and put it back. It, yeah. it was just like, wow, finally Bowser's attacking. Yeah, this is it. They're coming. The power. The, we didn't. We didn't know that the Goombas were actually para Goombas. That's it. They just didn't. Oh, deploy this the is it. Oh, maybe they, no. Yeah. They thought they were para Goombas, but yeah. they're, they're not. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so. And they've they've chuffed it. But it, it's just I thought that was a really funny article to read last week. Um, oh yeah, for sure. Like. Bowser's coming, dude. This is it. They're just foreshadowing. This is actually just it's another. It's another ARG clock. This is yeah. it. Well, to be fair, Bowser's already there, like because he is the CEO of Nintendo now. Oh, which that's true. It's here, yeah, Doug Bowser. Oh my god, Doug Bowser. Doug Bowser. <laughs> what a name. This is my son, Doug Bowser. Did you Did you see in news related to that that the is it called the Universal Studios Japan USJ? Um, they're planning because that's where the, the Super Nintendo World is. But one of the other rides has like uh, gone in, like walls have gone up because I think they're replacing it. And there's rumours that it's going to be a Zelda-themed ride. Uh, a Zelda-themed zone, apparently, yeah, yeah, yeah. is the thing coming. Uh, which I mean, that's great. Like, I it mean, means that would that make so much money. <laughs> but yeah. It would, but but right now that Nintendo World, Super Nintendo World, is tiny. Like, yeah, yeah. It, I mean, it is like the entrance of Disney World is that small. Yeah, it's but tiny, then... but I've heard that, like, the experience of actually going there. Like, if you're a Nintendo fan, it's just like, it's really, like, they nailed it. Like, they did it really, like, they did a really yeah, good job. Yeah, like, it feels like, you, it feels like you're in a giant Mario level, the mm. scale, which is kind of cool. But once they add, like, a Donkey Kong Land and a Zelda Land and, I don't know, maybe a Metroid Zone or something, or a mm. Mario Kart Zone? Yes, yeah. please. I'm, I'm, I'm into that. Yeah. So I can wait a few years for that stuff to appear. Because there's little Easter eggs I've seen in Nintendo World. Like, there's like if you actually look carefully, there's a little Pikmin and like little Pikmin around and stuff, yeah, like yeah. hidden, like it's other cool. references. Yeah, which I think is very cool. Like, that kind of thing is very, very cool. Mm. But, yeah. But oh. yeah, it's interesting. Like, and I just like the fact that the news came out. There was nothing negative attached to it. No one got hurt. It was just funny. Like that, that's a funny thing. Like I'm hoping we hear more things like people get bonked on their head with a Yoshi egg or whatever. <laughs> like, it's just it's just comedy to be going on. And yeah, that's it. It's um, just gonna, just, someone's just, an egg is just gonna fly in to the into the park from nowhere, and there should be a Yoshi egg, a Yoshi story. Yeah, and there'll be a Yoshi on the horizon teabagging and going yeah, and flying away because it's the Smash. <sighs> I know what I'm gonna do today. I've completely well, go and throw an egg at Nintendo World. Yeah, that. No, <laughs> I've been, I've been. Well, okay, actually, no. I should probably play Cruelty Squad, but I don't know why. But I've really had a hankering to go and play Yoshi's Story on the N64 again. Oh, it's such a terrible game. And I love that. I mean, I okay, I have nostalgia for that game, but I kind of really want to. I just want to play it again. Like, I just want to uh, try see, it again. I love Yoshi's Island, Yoshi's Island 2, the yeah. SNES ones. Love those games. But Yoshi's story on N64 was just awful. Because I just remember it being really fucking hard as a kid. Yeah. 
but it was hard because mechanically it was difficult. Yeah. Like, it, it wasn't difficult because it was fun. It was difficult because it was just broken and the controller didn't work properly. And like it, it, it was like really precision controls on a controller that wasn't exactly precision. But Clark, that's my jam. That's it. Okay, Artifi- art- art- artificial jank difficulty. Alright, you're going to play Dumb my Dumbass mechanics. Yeah. I won't stop you. I'm going to play my jank game. I'm going to play my Yoshi story. You know? Oh, Ollie, speaking of janky things... Our Nostalgia Bite section for this week is oh, the yeah. Player 2 controller. Yes. I mean, you must know what I'm referring to when I talk about the Player 2 controller. Yeah, it's the controller you always give to your mate who comes around, you know? <laughs> you know or like, you know, got like 47 buttons on it. It's you give like... to your brother, you know, yeah. your sister. You know? It's, it's, it's the one that your parents bought because, they, I mean, obviously controllers are really expensive. I, I mean, it's only when you become an adult that you realise the cost of things. And yeah. Controllers are like 40, 50 quid. Um, but the Mad Cats ones were always 20 quid. Yeah. And I can now see why I had these these... 26 turbo switch controllers. I have so many of them, Clark. In fact, I was cleaning up my flat the other day and I didn't realize how many of these, like, knockoff, like, dumbass, like, GameCube yeah, controllers terrible. I have. Yeah. Like, none of them are good. They're, none of oh, them are they're good. all trash. Yeah. I, like, Apart but... from, there's one controller that's a third party controller that is to this day, and you will know this one because it's part of your community, your Smash community. Yes. And it's, it's heavily lauded. Come on, which one is it? Well, it's a third party controller. Third party controller. Third party controller. Smash players particularly love it, um, but it's from the GameCube era, and it's not an official Nintendo controller, and it's a wireless controller. Oh, what the Wavebird? The oh, Wavebird. No. There it is. The I Wave have. Bird. Yeah, I have a Wave. I swear it's the yeah. official Nintendo. Officially, is it? Nintendo. Yeah, I think it's the Nintendo. Like, no, Nintendo released hang on. it. I, I should be clear. It's not like a first party um, uh, controller. The... Oh, right. Okay. Like it's it's a third party controller that's endorsed by Nintendo. I think is what it is. Yeah, because it was like the first wireless control. Like it was like one of the first wireless controllers because everything used to be wired, right? Like it was only like the the Xbox 360, PS3, Wii era that really had wireless controllers, right? And then yes. Then. Yeah, it was like a PS2 wave- started wired um, controllers, right? Okay, I've worked out why I can't find it. I'm searching for Wave Rider for some reason. It's Wave Rider. Wave Racer. That's a video game. Was it official? It was official. It was officially manufactured by Nintendo. Yeah. For some reason, I always thought this was third party. Nah, man. I still got my. I got my. I got my Wave Bird. It's not even mine, actually. I. I. I I gave it. My friend gave it to me because he was like, "Oh, do you want a Wave Bird?" I was like, "Uh, I guess." Yes. (laughs) Sure. And then he just gave it to me, and then I've asked for it back, so I have Wave Bird. Well, so this doesn't now count because this is a first-party controller, and it's not the Player Two controller. Yes. This is illegal conversation for this nostalgia bite. Um, oh, shit. But shit. effectively, what we're talking about is the, the Mad Cats, the Joy Splits, whatever they were called. Yeah. And it was the controls controllers. that had like all the turbo switches on them that you never used. There was no reason mm-hmm. for any of these turbo switches. Um, it, usually, the joysticks were like weirdly fitted, and they oh, didn't have like indentations. They had like com. Vex yeah. uh, thumbsticks rather than concave. Um, it, they were terrible and and <laughs> just ridiculous. I remember I had a, I had a joystick. So this is going back many many years. I had a joystick with a second joystick coming out of the back of it. What? <laughs> Why? No idea. Well, like a joystick on the back. It was the joystick coming out the top. You know how joysticks were like a square yeah. with the stick coming out the top? And then out the stick coming out the top, out the back of the stick was another little joystick. Oh, <laughs> it looked like a sex toy. What? <laughs> what the fuck? What? <laughs> Why would you need a joystick on a joystick? I never... The only thing I could think of was it was, it was for people with smaller hands. 
Because oh joysticks God. were quite chunky, and they yeah. had the big like the adder heads, like the, you know, remember the big fat button on the top of it, and it was like yeah, a yeah. head shaped like a, like a snake, yeah, like an adder. And they are quite chunky, but <laughs> it's just had this little stick around the back. Every time I looked oh at it, I was God. like, I'm I'm 14, and I know this is a sex toy. <laughs> oh God! I mean, if it is a controller, I'm sure it vibrates as well. <laughs> no, they did. This is this is pre-vibration. These are joysticks, okay. not joypad. Okay, joysticks. Okay, okay. I'm sure. I mean, they, don't forget, vibration was like a a game changer. It was because uh, I think they started with maybe rumble packs. Is that yeah, what yeah, started? it was rumble. Yeah, rumble packs were in like PS One and sixty four era. But yeah, no, but rumble packs were in sixty four. Yeah. What was was there anything before rumble packs? Like, do we have vibrating controllers before uh, rumble packs? Don't think so. I think they released the jewel, like the there was a rumble controller for PS One. That they released. It definitely was, um, and I remember it weighing an absolute ton. Yeah, uh, I mean the rumble I packs were fucking chunky, man. Yeah, but yeah. I remember that's the one I smashed my. Um, remember I told you that story about the smashed window? Yeah, the yeah, smashed yeah. Door. That's the controller I smashed the door with. It was the rumble controller, oh my God. the big fat like four hundred kilo controller that you needed three friends to lift. Oh my god. Um, okay, on the top of controllers, big ass controllers. Do you remember the Xbox? Original yep. controllers, <laughs> the fucking chonkers. You're like, Dad, what? Press A. Yeah, because <laughs> I can't reach it from here. It's like the chonk. <laughs> they were so chonky. They're it so big. It was so much additional plastic as well. Yeah. Like, I, I used to, I used now, to, but... I used to prefer them to the normal to, to the newer controllers. I, back I in think the day, there was but... there, there was a nostalgia attached to them, and also they were comfortable. For, like myself, we've got I've got quite big hands. Yeah, same. They're comfortable, and like, I find things like the Joy Cons. I get cramped hands when I'm using Joy Cons. Yeah, which is why I've got a Pro controller. Yeah, um, I hate the fact that it's called a Pro controller. Like, I'm not pro. <laughs> this I is mean, my, you're, you're, this when my you're, scrub controller. When you're holding that controller, you are a professional. I become a pro. Exactly. I evolve into a pro. Exactly. It's a, you assume, pro controller. you assume the gaming position. Yeah. That's it. Which is which is just gaining weight and having a bad back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, but if you don't know if you remember as well, so another thing that came with well, we're kind of sidewaying off away from play, oh, play two controllers into rumble packs here. But do you remember what the option was when you had a controller and a rumble pack? Do you remember what you sacrificed? Yeah, your memory card. Yeah, saving. <laughs> you don't need to save, dude. You need to save. Save, vibrate. Yeah, it's like, oh, my controller to take off. Vibrate my way to the end of this game because I can't save. Exactly, man. <laughs> and I remember I had a, an N64 controller. Could you remember they used to clip in? Yeah. Uh, within two or three uses of a rumble pack, the clip fell off. Because, um, I mean, these controllers were not, were not the most robust things. Yeah. Uh, they, they, were, they were well made, but they were well made for 90s products. And uh, the rumble pack, every time it rumbled so hard, it would just fall out. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> oh no. So if it had to give me like. Oh. Because they were heavy as well, those things were. Like, they, they were, were big. They, they had like the big rotating motors in, which is what caused the rumble. Yeah. Um, I mean, do you know how rumble works? Like, if you're taking a controller apart... Yeah, 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 yeah. I know it. how it works, yeah, yeah. Fascinating. It's actually quite interesting. It's just little spinning motors. Yeah, mechanically, it's really cool. Yeah. Yeah. Which is why I'm interested to see what's inside a PS5 controller. Like, because oh, that's got all that crazy haptic stuff, which I want to, like, I want to know how that works. Haptics are crazy, man. I mean, and even... Everything's even, crazy. Even mobile games are starting to... I mean, like, obviously, your mobile phone vibrates, right? But even mobile games are starting to get, like, haptics in them and stuff. Like yeah. That, which yeah. I think is really cool. Oh, actually saying that, there's a, there's a little segue again. Um, I downloaded Fortnite on my mobile this week, on my, oh, yeah? on my uh, OnePlus, what have I got, OnePlus 8 Nord, mm. uh, which is a very powerful phone. And first off, that game is not fun to play on mobile. <laughs> um, it's, it's horrible. Yeah. Um, 
it's like 10 gig on on mobile which is huge yep um and it's just it's like i went back to play it on my pc i had to play it on 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 my phone and the draw distance already was was obviously a thing that first stood out to me because i realized on the pc i can see the whole island on yeah. my phone you can see about i don't know 100 feet around you um it's it's like really janky really slow like you, you physically can't do half the stuff you can do on the pc mm. um without like letting go and, and moving your hands around and stuff yeah like you can't you can't run and jump at the same time multiple times you have to keep moving your finger um and it's it's just for a game as impressive as Fortnite, i, I was disappointed to see how bad it is on mobile but then again, i guess the kids don't care so yeah have you played it on mobile I have. I played it when it first came out. Um, and for the Ariana Grande, Grande concert, of course, as well. You would oh, yeah, of course. Yeah. Oh, I did watch mm. that as well, by the way. It was actually really Interesting, good. Interesting, wasn't it? It was very cool, yeah. Yeah, yeah like, I, I mean, the, the, so I got to interact with my nephew this weekend, and he's massive into Fortnite. Okay, yeah. And he gets very excited whenever I go down to Portsmouth because he gets to talk about Fortnite with someone for a little bit. Mm. And I do it, you know, just to be nice. Um, and he, I said, you know, what do you want for your birthday? Because his birthday's coming up in a few months' time. So what do you want for your birthday this year? And he's like, um, well, I'm saving up for tickets to a Travis Scott concert. I was like, how do you know who Travis Scott is? And and, and then I was like, is he coming back to Fortnite? And he's like, yeah, yeah, it's his birthday in Fortnite. And I was like, oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> so I says, what, go. do you want tickets in Fortnite? He says, yeah, can you get me V-Bucks? And I'm like, yeah, I guess that's an easy present. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> there you go. Nice and simple. So he wants V-Bucks for his birthday present. And then he showed me his Fortnite account. And he's got, like, hundreds of skins. I mean, there is hundreds and hundreds of pounds sunk into that account. So this... and I, I, It's... Oh, it's frustrating. I feel like I'm getting... Like, this is... Like, again, I'm segueing again, right? So with, with Fortnite, and when you have, like, hundreds of skins... In League of Legends, I can understand, right? Because you have a skin for each champion. And you only get to use that skin when you use that champion. So if you have, like, a hundred skins, that's, like, one per champion, and it makes sense, right? Whereas in for games like Fortnite and cosmetics, surely you just have like hundreds of skins, and you're not really ever gonna use the skins you bought like six years ago, right? Like you're just gonna keep buying the new ones, and it's, I guess, Clark, I just realized, I guess this is just kind of like just real life clothes, eh? Like it's just fashion. Yeah, it is exactly that. Like that, that's where it comes from. It's, it's FOMO. So FOMO is one of the biggest selling points of the last fifteen to twenty years. Um, and it's it's looking at what people have, and you're going, I want that too. And yeah. as soon as you get it, you don't care anymore. You just go for something else. Oh, my God. Because, I mean, I've just unlocked the Guardians of the Galaxy skin in Fortnite. It cost me 1,500 V-Bucks, but I get them from the Battle Pass, so yeah, I'm not yeah, paying yeah. for them. Um, and I got it, and immediately I went, oh, I don't want this anymore. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, right? Like... <laughs> Because now I want the Ryan Reynolds skin that's just exactly. popped up for some unknown reason. No, it's fine. Um, when I come so you back, know he, you know he's that movie's just come out called Free Guy. Paul, Free, Guy. Free Guy. I actually, I was actually looking at when it came out because I was like, I actually kind of want to go see that. Yeah, I want to go see it as well. It looks interesting. Yeah. Um, but it's it's really funny because the movie's called Free Guy, and it's like get Free Guy in Fortnite, and you have to pay for it. <laughs> <laughs> You would think they could have at least done something for free, but no, you got to pay for the skin. Gosh. Uh, but that's the world that we live in. Um, yeah, there you go. But yeah, yeah. That, that's been all the news and all the bits and pieces this week. But it, yeah. it feels like we've had a lot to talk about. We've, we've kind of blasted through. <laughs> yeah, that's it. I mean, this is. I think this is it. We're just getting very efficient at... At, uh, talking about these things, <laughs> not wanting to speak to each other for more than half an hour. Yeah, this is it. Right, what's like, happened this week? Great bite. Yeah, cool. We're done here. Fine. <laughs> Fuck that. You know, whatever. Oh, but um, yeah, I guess we can wrap up. We, this, we you know, maybe, yeah, maybe, we're, maybe we're moving to shorter episodes. This is it. Yeah. Could it's be, slowly, or we're yeah. just 
we'll have more stuff to talk about in a few weeks' time because yeah, it's like a big event coming up. Well, that's true. Big event coming up in a week or so. That's all right. Look, you know, I'm saying, oh, you know, we're having short episodes down these days, and t- like next week, three-hour episode. <laughs> oh, Gamescom. It's next yeah, it's like 25th Gamescom. next week. Yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. So Which I'm very excited about. And then the week after that, I'm going to Alton Towers. <laughs> hey. But yeah. So that's gonna be cool. Are uh, you going yeah, to Gamescom um, in person? Or are you just are you just no there? no it's it's completely digital this year. Okay cool 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 cool. Uh, yeah. We're not, I'm not going to Gamescom. I'm having some friends over to. We're going to watch it and have some drinks or whatever. Oh that sounds um, great. Yeah. But yeah, it's just because I miss going to those big events. Like I miss mm. like E3 and PAX and um, well Gamescom as well. I miss doing all that kind of stuff. So this is about as close as I can get to it without going and getting infected by a deadly virus. So. Yeah of course right. <laughs> yeah. All right yeah. cool. Well uh, I guess we can close up on uh, what was this episode forty five? Wow. 45 episodes, man. Yeah, episode 45 of the Sunfire Time podcast. Um, thanks for listening, everybody. You can um, follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Sunfire Tavern, and uh, you can listen to us on SoundCloud, iTunes, Spotify, and Google Podcasts. And uh, you can send us through your questions and emails at sunfiretavern at gmail.com. And yeah. tune in. And com. Ch- now. Yep, I've got us on another platform. Found another one today. <laughs> oh, what? Podcasting. Yeah, tune- so we're okay. now on TuneIn.com as well. We're now on TuneIn.com. There yep. you go. Welcome, yep. all of our new TuneIn listeners. Thank you mm. for tuning in. <laughs> of course, there'll be several million. Expect and, several million letters this uh, week. Yes, exactly. And now they will mm. tune out. So, yeah, <laughs> That's the end of that. After that, after that <laughs> shit joke. But yeah. yeah. All right, anyway. Uh, you got any closing closing comments, Clark? Anything you want to leave on? Uh, no, other than the TuneIn statement that's a bit of i guess just everyone to have a lovely week yeah i hope everybody has a lovely week um thanks for joining us this week and hopefully catch you next week all right see you later everybody blah, 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 blah. see you later everybody <laughs> bye <laughs>